Test. Test. Hey, do you actually do you know where this theme song is from? Where this one is? Yeah. Do you recognize it? It's not Swish? It is. Oh, okay. It's just the trumpet section of Swish. Yeah. That's like a... I took a stem and I made it my theme. Badass. What do you think of that? Like, like besides, it, like, the idea of, yo, I love this one line in a song. I'm going to make that one instrument section just... A- and Ken wrote this? It's own. Nah, this is uh, PS Beats. Oh, okay. So I only work with three producers. Ken... PS Beats, and then Bad Gang Beats, and then you. I mean, it would be the fourth. We yeah. just haven't released anything officially. Yeah. Uh, I think that that sound is dope, but I'll be worried about the copyright a little bit. I feel you. I mean, I wouldn't mind that anyway. Oh, you, you like the attention, right? No, I like the actual song. Like, Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'll give you money because I like the actual fucking song. Word, word, word. word. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Edward Cass Max. Um, so one more time, how did we meet again? You're talking about Ken? Obviously. Yeah. First off, you know, once again, my name is Ryan, uh, Rye Boogie. Proper Improj. intro. I love it. I didn't have to remind you or anything. So how we met, you know, it took a little bit for us to meet because of, uh, Ken and just, you know, getting together and stuff. But I remember, um, we showed up, um, and it was at, uh, Renee and Ruben's, um, it was his older couples, uh, back uh, how guest house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to live there in college. Right. So it's basically somebody had a rental space in their backyard, and there was a little gate, and we would have to go into this gate to get in this little house in the back. A lot of memories back there, man. Very detailed. I mean, I obviously since I lived there, I walked the same path for a little longer than yeah. them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of mu- uh, musician type energy in that. I just really got flashed back because like. Did you ever visit me when I lived there? Uh, like I was saying, um, Ken and I uh, visited you, like, with me. I mean, I, you know, Ken would go there a lot because he had his speakers over there yeah, and yeah. y'all were producing. Um, but I only went over there once with you. Damn. Wow. Yeah, I'm just like, it's weird because I don't remember really where you came in the picture in my life a little bit. It was, it was a couple of years later because you had left and went to California. And that during that time, Ken and I became damn kind of close. I always think about how much I missed. It's crazy. Yeah. So whenever you came back, um, I was kind of out of a picture. But I think you and Ken were hanging out um, like a lot. Dude, fuck. I'll never forget the first day I got back. I think it was the Super Bowl. And Produce was like full. I'd never seen it that like packed ever. Oh, yeah? And... I just remember having this illusion, like, damn, this is produced. It's going to be every day. And it, obviously it wasn't, but I just, it was like such a welcoming. Yeah. Wow. Like, makes me a little emotional. And set the it. tone and everything, right? Yeah. For the next couple of years. Man. Shit. Yeah, that gives me a feeling, like, just thinking about that. Yeah. I don't know, like, it's just like such a mix of emotions, dude. Yeah. That whole time period. And plus with the, the head honcho dust over there, it was um very influential, right? Dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh gave me my first fucking like MacBook. Uh he sold it to me like super cheap. I think it was his, it was Sissies. Sessies? Sorry. Yeah, Sessies. His chicks. yeah. Um it's just crazy to think about. I was using some really shitty equipment too, like it's just like the smallest gestures. 
Oh, and then yeah. And then, like, the tips of, like, transitioning songs. and Like, we never really got physical. but Like, like he never came in and worked on songs with y'all? Not so... Uh, yeah, well, that's a whole different fucking subject. It's just, like... I just meant, like, he never was, like, one-on-one showing me how to DJ oh, yeah. or anything. It was just always, like, yo, remember this. And, like, oh, okay. That's the important stuff, isn't it? It's weird, because, like, I remember being, like, hey, when's the best time to start the transition out of a song? Like... Mm. It's super common things you would think as a DJ is like, duh, like yeah. 16, eight bars. It depends on the intro to the next. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but just. Man, uh, so, I, th- I, I was the one who observed the most, I think. Yeah, I wasn't as hands on with shit because I got to see everybody else working all the time. Well, OK, so whenever you're you, you had been working on music for your for years. Uh, so by the time you came back to uh, um Corpus from California, what what was, like, on your mind? There must have been something that Dude, was, like... Well, I was going through, like, nasty breakup, and then, like, she, like, got with the somebody else that I knew, uh, which makes it even worse. Yeah. But, like, just, I had... I was going through such a deep, immense, like, heartbreak. I was like, dude, I'm gonna work so fucking... Dude, we made that shit in, like, a, f- a few days, like, 420, because I was so mad. And then I didn't even want to think about it. I was like, just put it out. And nothing was done. Like, half of that shit's just super half-assed. Y'all had a 420 like, album? Yeah. Not, well, it was, like, five songs in there, right? So it was, like, nine. But oh, that's, okay, that's, so that's it was an I'm album. to say. Is like, okay, there's okay. a lot of unfinished shit. We just oh. put it on there. Like, let yeah. it all out. Who cares? Like, things that are just a freestyle all the way through or, like, yeah. you know? So, uh, auditory hallucinations, when did that come out? After the 420 album? This is before I left. Oh, like, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I left in... 15 came back 16 mm. yeah no it was like i left late 14 so i i know i was almost there two years mm. yeah but yeah i think we actually put out auditory because i was leaving oh really yeah it was always dude that's crazy to think about like we set some hard deadlines for ourselves dude yeah back in the day hey the funk that one is still like it one is, of my favorite it dude. is i'm super sad about the mix honestly yeah I, for I, sure if i could go back whew, that'd I would be just, one I of the just, songs i would to just do. take out the outro and yeah i would definitely redo that yeah it's perfect yeah it's perfect i love that song yeah yeah like i take a lot of pride in that one i don't know why but um coming back to like when we first started hanging out it what else we have in common is like we had the same professor you yeah. actually finished college i didn't yeah Talk about your degree a little bit. I mean, you got to use it. Yeah, sound recording technology. It's gotten me into, you know, some pretty interesting spots. Um, and then, of course, you know, I, I'm not perfect or whatever. I wish it went a little a little bit better in certain spots. But um, at the end of the day, like. In what way? Oh, uh, just like stuff, like weird stuff. Like for sure, if you're ever making a digital product, uh, like in it, it's re- requiring like a mix, like so video or audio, you got to. You got to make the project, save it first, or else that thing will crash eventually. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've lost a, a beautiful couple of songs that way. Uh, I'm just cracking up because I haven't even been doing it that long, and it's happened to me. Yeah. Quite a few times. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you're fucking right. It's important. Like, dude, you don't even realize. I'm just like, like you are saying with Dust, those little uh, professional tips, you know? Super little, bro. Because the fact that I had to hit up a Grammy-winning engineer, and I say that because it's like someone super experienced told yeah. me something so simple about just like editing and making music and they're like external hard drive that's why all your shit yeah i'm and like wait what he's like you're working off your hard drive and i was like 
you know, such a face palm. Yeah, right. Felt like an amateur, like, didn't know that. Yeah. And then you got to encrypt your stuff too. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, if you're that paranoid, obviously, I don't feel like I'm anybody, so I'm not out here, like, scared. Dude, I don't know, because sometimes... I would want someone to get into my shit. So you're... Really? Yeah. I, I was, um... Do you know that feeling whenever you first learn about uh, performing right organizations and oh, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, what? I have to go back and yeah, all my stuff could get stolen. It's not you so know? much of that. I think where people are where you're at is like when you're like copyright, you don't copyright your stuff. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, like, are you super concerned about that? Really? Well, like you couldn't prove tomorrow that someone just. That's, yeah, that's the, that's the real thing. Well, yeah, and that's I get it though. It's important, but you should I mean, cover all your bases. Yeah, and you don't want to go through like a legal situation for half a year. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if one of your songs pops off randomly. Um, I've I've kind of had that feeling. Where I kind of already had that happen to me. You think so? For, <laughs> no, I'm oh, no, I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, for real, what'd you do? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I've just felt like I've made something that's been imitated, but that's it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But, so you're talking but, about... But um, you have to think, I sent, I sent like thousands of dollars worth of demos to people over the span of two years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, you don't know who really important was like, oh shit, let me go snake this and make oh, something yeah. real quick. Oh yeah, you never know. But yeah. like uh, you would tell, you were telling me about doing a live stream. So I did a couple of live streams on uh, Twitch. And I, oh and, yeah. But I like my music. Um, you know, I just like my music, and so I'll start to be like, you know, I really shouldn't be like not recording my my live streams just in case. You know, just I yeah. proof that you know this is mine. But what's cool is that uh, we were talking about copyrights a second ago. Like automatically, stuff on like YouTube or um, SoundCloud or really anything will get copyrighted almost automatically. But it's better because now when you're uploading something, it's telling you before you even upload it, it's running it through the copyright. Yeah. So it's kind of like, at least you don't have to like get disputed later. It's like, yeah. hey, let's fix this before it even goes out and like you find out you can't have any of this. Right, right, right. So it's kind of a little better, but yeah, it's still really dumb. Like right now, one of the writers are like these huge fucking writers on one of my songs on YouTube. And I'm like, you didn't write this. Why does it say that on my YouTube description? And I can't do anything about it. Oh, uh, like these huge, like for big songs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, how do I dispute this? Like, this is wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. What was that? Uh, Conrad old money in your uh, interview said he has his, you know, his own music lawyers who are, you know, specifically trained That's for so that. Crazy yeah. dude. Like, man of all types of a lawyer that that you need that's so specific i just think that's crazy a musical lawyer yeah like i wouldn't mind but you have to really know a lot of shit in my opinion you really have to know a lot of shit i, I do you have to know a lot of shit but i do wonder if they like necessarily i guess they probably do need to go through a bar exam if they're going into like a like real courts yeah but that's such an interesting topic that like there's common like type of lawyers for like just a range of like, I'll do anything. Yeah. I'll represent anything kind of alimony, but <laughs> yeah. What a, what an interesting thing is just like lawyers choose what to specialize in, like what topic that's kind of crazy. Underrated as hell. I'm just like, shout out to lawyers, bro. You take a lot of time to learn a lot of shit that a lot of people would never do. Yeah. It's I give it up cause I couldn't do it. Hard profession. 
But um, so we were talking about uh, sobriety earlier. And I was thinking, I was like, dude, you've kind of always been more mature than me because I remember you being like, I, I can, I'm good on that. And I was like, dude, what? Like, how could you say no? Yeah, you know, it's weird, especially uh, this last year because I've been taking a lot of Kratom lately and um, just kind of like accepting that, like, I'm going to be fucking myself up or lately, like, start drinking. Yeah, like, lately. How, how soon is lately? Like, how often is what I mean? Oh, it had been like for the last month. It had been probably every day, every other day. Really? Yeah. You alternate at least the kinds of Kratom? No. Damn, you should try it. Consider it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Just um, just so you can get more out of it if you're taking yeah, the same one all the time. Yeah, I could see because, uh, yeah, but I was starting to take more and yeah, stuff Yeah, which like one's that. your favorite? What color? Uh, I hadn't tried that many lately. Or there's, only, there's only three, one. I think. The red, green, okay. and, and white. And white. Yeah. I've been trying the green, but I think I want to try the red. I just remember associating red with, like, painkiller. So that's mm. kind of crazy. Yeah. Just, like, if I ever had actual pains or, like, I was in, like... Because I, I use it medicinally, you know? Mm. Like, I know how it is. But it's ever if it's ever something, like, excruciating where, like, turmeric won't help, I don't know. I always went to Kratom. Like, that was, like, the last, like, dude, make this shit go away. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy is that um, most of the time whenever, like, if I'm smoking or if I'm taking a Kratom, it's because I want to get rid of some sort of anxiety, but none of them ever work. I'm glad you said that because my thing was I only ever did Kratom, Kratom whenever I wanted time to go by fast. Oh, really? It makes time go by like that. Like, you don't mind what you're doing. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Think about that. You don't mind what you're doing. Like, I would take it before things I didn't want to do. Like Really? Yeah, like, I don't want to go to work. You know, you know what I was about to say, work, is that um, a lot, I've been trying to tell this to people, but I wanted, I was wondering what you thought. And so this came from the uh, Bhagavad Gita, if you've ever read it or heard uh, about it. Um, so it says in there that one of the best, uh, like, you know, mindsets to be in is where you're working with no expectation of the outcome. Like whether that be good or bad or like meeting a goal, you're really just working. And it, it's uh, argument is that that's like an awesome just state of fr- or frame of mind to be in um, almost like as if saying like as if it's meditating and that's so lately work hasn't been bothering me that much lately. You know what I mean? Word. Is it just because you get absorbed in it or do you actually enjoy it? Or Yeah, you just kind of let go of like the whole, oh, I don't want to be here. Like they're stealing my time from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that sort shit. of thing. And that's definitely like my that's girlfriend crazy. right now no, has that problem I, I really bad. I don't think I ever thought about that like that. Really? Yeah. I would always get really existential about work. time from, no, I, yeah. never, I never got like that. Yeah, like they're forcing like, me to I be in this place I, that I, I want to be in. I would get like immature, frustrated. I could do better things, mad. Yeah, that yeah, that's definitely in the same line. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not not like I didn't, dude. You're existential with it because I never thought you're stealing time from me, dude. Like, yeah, no, that's like real shit. Remember how? Um, what? So for for work right now, I'm doing cabling, and um, we're working for Freemasons right now. And you know, yeah. if you don't have a goal, put you're gonna end down. up working for someone who does have a goal. Did you put the brick down in the corner? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's real shit. <laughs> But uh, now nah, repeat what you said because I just had to get my thought out. <laughs> um, so we use it for different purposes. You think? 
Or is it kind of just the came, the same concept? I think that it's the same concept. Is that whenever like me, me wanting time to go by fast is yeah, it's, it's similar. And like if you're you're smoking weed, you really shouldn't be smoking weed to get rid of anxiety or because you're at work or because you but, know. But like, we agreed that like weed's like a philosophical thing a little bit. Like yeah, we, we would then we are we just convinced that we're getting. We're more definitely out of convinced, it? but I think that's uh you made you tried to say earlier that it's definitely a personality thing also. Damn. Um, yeah. only because mind being addictive and shit like i'd be worried like i want to go spend all my money or i want to get it all the time or something like oh yeah yeah that was my only fear with it ever because i i don't know like i couldn't control myself i would just make it like the first thing i think having bills to pay definitely uh played a role for me i could just play i could uh, i don't know i argue with myself and my if i'm healthier now or not let's put it like that yeah it's because like i take my mental health pretty serious. Uh uh-huh. And I'm like, what if this could legitimately be, you know? I definitely think I have an addictive uh, personality as well. Um, Man, I used to get mad at you because you always smoke cigs. Do you still smoke cigarettes? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I remember being like, bro, shit. And it, I was going to say, actually, is that, um, you know, one of the, I was going to ask you, you know, the things that you've uh, learned recently. W- one thing I've come to realize is that you're... Uh, your environment isn't like the building you're in or like your work or it's the people who are around you. And let's say a boyfriend and a girlfriend, their environments are going to be, you know, each other as well as their own friends. And they take their, they take those with them. You know what I mean? When they break up, you know, they have their friends still, you know, and that's the environment. Yeah. I've actually, in other words, I've been telling people, I'm like, whenever I ask people where they work, I always usually say, do you, did you like the people or do you like yeah, the people right. that you work with? Yeah. I always ask that. Yeah. Because that's a true determination on like, yeah, I like what I'm doing. If the job is worth it. I don't it. mind it. Yeah. I don't even know if worth it is the right word. Yeah. But it is just acknowledging that like, you, you, would, you would assume that person's pretty happy. Yeah. Because there's a lot worse things than, than not liking your job. Like, Plus the, the people can make it worse for you. Yeah, man. Shit. That's shit i'm sure everybody can relate to that yeah god damn yeah i mean personally i worked over like 25 jobs within the span of 10 years easily uh it's too much right i don't know <laughs> because honestly i'm like uh, is this like a sign of like how the economy's changed or fucked up or mm. did i really benefit from all these like crazy things i did because it, lo- it looks so bad on your resume, but I'm like, I take so much pride in it. Like, look how much shit I did. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Part of my thing was always like, oh, man, I'm tired of being at the same place all the time. But yeah. I'm just like, we're taught to like, what's your best three accomplishments? I'm like, I got a whole list. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. They're like, no, condense it into the, the couple of things that you're really good at and you're special at and your longest places you've worked. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I've done a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know that I've I'm I know about this and that and this different type of topic and you didn't even could you have guessed I I'm gonna give you an example like I worked in retail did you know I worked in receiving did right. you know I worked with food did you know I, like you're telling them hey like I'm someone I can I mean you can trust you I've know? been in all these different environments yeah like you were saying yeah it's like it's just interesting like how we've I feel like the perfect resume was always like here's your best you get to the point make it quick mm-hmm. i'm over here like here's five six pages yeah <laughs> that's so bad like 
you know, somebody would probably be like, you're dumb. Man. <laughs> you definitely got to condense the resume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll put my cool list at the top. I know that, but I'm still and, listing everything. Don't read the last five pages. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's good shit. That's what they meant when they said your uh, uh, potential employer only reads the first page. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a good point. Because I feel like by the time, if I wasn't a general or whatever, by the time you're going through applications, you're like, I just need somebody. <laughs> Do you feel me? I just can't wait to go home. <laughs> Do you feel me, though? Yeah, like, I just need somebody. For sure. I've, I've met maybe, a lot of may, people Maybe lately. they just... Can you imagine that you actually just enjoying interviewing people for jobs? No, well, I mean that's crazy though. Like but, I but, enjoy but, meeting somebody and judging them. Like, but I know I that whenever I go and like I talk to people like that, I know that they enjoy talking to me, and I feel the same way. And I think that you um, see what I'm saying. But also, I think to have that kind of job, think about it. I'm gonna hire you to decide who to hire. Oh, uh, you feel me? I see what you're saying. Like. You have to trust that person a lot to give him that job is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like that usually comes with a, like a a whole different position also. And I don't know. Unless you're HR. So you're like, talking about you're, the you HR mean, people. You mean like you're above the HR though? Or if, if there isn't above the HR. Yeah, or yeah, if there's really one person in HR and they don't hire people. Nice. I'm sure that exists. Yeah. Like, like contract companies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Every, everything's on a smaller level. I don't really think about it like that. But um, damn, we really diverted there. For you sure. want to come back to life real quick? Mm, yeah, I do. So we went on a couple tours together, and you were oh, you yeah. were in some shows, dancing. Yeah, I was in the crowd. I was doing the peanut butter jelly dance. Yeah, as I Bro, do. I just crack up because like those are just some of the funniest. Man, some of the funniest memories in my phone are you letting loose and just like wilding out and being yourself. Like hilarious, yeah. bro. Yeah. Because you don't give a shit when anybody thinks. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like some points I ended up being frustrated and I was like, dude, what am I doing here? And you're just like, screw it, you know? Yeah. But and and I miss it, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting thing, dude, because I was going to say you've come to a lot of performances I've ever had in my life, but also you're like one of two maybe three people i can completely confide in obviously my number one in some aspect like i always tell you like like dude you're like my only friend sometimes you mm. feel me and that's real shit like i'm like that's why i was at the beginning like how do where are you i deserve to know how you came into my life if you're so important to me yeah you feel me it's all ken now oh this is what i was gonna say i remember ken was driving his red truck he was trying to run over a squirrel. I was like, "Damn, you remember this the red guy truck. sucks?" <laughs> yeah. Damn, he looked so different at that time. Yeah, yeah, like he was still wearing like the button ups almost. Oh yeah, like he was very clean before, yeah. like like yeah. like very clean cut, straight edge looking. Yeah, it's very interesting. And that's I wonder if that's an insult to him or not because I think he always wanted to be as far away from that that look. Oh. Uh. I think once he uh, got out of college, right? Uh, I I don't know, because maybe I've just always remembered Ken as, like, wanting to be and look different. Yeah. I always remember him as that, but he wasn't always like that. Yeah. Like, I know him before he was, like, even considered, I don't know. Dude, I knew Ken when he thought he was going to get two black crosses upside down on each side of his, inside of his arms. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, that was a phase. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of crazy, bro. I was there when he adopted Toshi, yeah, and uh, 
worked at this like lady's house who made like movie costumes. It was the craziest shit. It was an Airbnb. It was me and a couple, me him and a couple girls. Uh, I think he, I think he was dating this chick at the time, but we just like we all just hang, hung out. And this cat was in the backyard, and they're like, "Hey, do you want it?" And we just like, bro, he was walking along the fence, all cool with all these other animals. He had like a little animal farm. Yeah, it's weird, like different animals. And and Tosh was just like the one that part of him. He kind of ignored me a little bit. He went to Ken and wanted oh, yeah. to be petted by him and crazy like bro how many times do like adoptions happen in nature with you and anybody um, do you feel me yeah that's such a rare like oh kind of jealous <laughs> i'm it's so cool it's it's not even like bragging it's just like man i never seen something so nice and, like, saying, natural and, yeah. yeah like it's okay. just super bro that happened back in the day before like there was a society before there were cities Imagine, yeah, like, you just formed this bond with this thing, and you gave it food, and y'all teamed up. Mm. That's sick. I'll help you out. You just take care of me. Like, let me know when someone comes. Yep. What? It's so primal. I don't know. I just really fuck with it. But what are you gonna do with a cat? Um, I don't know. Why would a cat come to you in nature, right? Well, the Egyptians thought they were I gods, right? I feel like you know what's interesting. What I feel like if. If you go back far enough and you're some tribal people, a cat would keep its distance and just kind of always creep on you. Mm. That's what I feel like is it would just kind of like follow along, but like not next to you. Yeah. I just feel like it would always have this like five foot, 10 foot. Yeah. I'll go around you. Keep a distance. Because that's how they are now, right? Yeah. But imagine like one that's cool with you. Like yeah. what, what would its purpose be? I just don't get it. Like if it really fucked with you and you're taking care of it and you're helping it. Like, what is a cat in it? We know what dogs do. Yeah. But what is a homie cat in nature like? No clue. That's cool. I never thought about it. They're probably, so if they're popular in Egypt, I think they probably would have been popular in like, uh, like the Orientals places too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of where you would like store one. Like, you don't have, you know, I don't think you make cages. You just kind of let them go and come. Yeah, probably yard cats. Because there's definitely cats that roam your neighborhood and come back. So, interesting. What difference would it be if you're at a little settlement camp or something? I don't know. What's your relationship with cats? I mean, your name's Joe Cat. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. Yeah, a lot of uh, questions and assumptions on that. I've actually never maybe told one person that story. I've never really told anybody that story. What? Just, like, how I got my name. Because I hate, I don't like the question. Like, it's just, like, I've always waited for some, like, kind yeah. of important thing to, like, explain. Mm -hmm. It's really not that crazy, but it's got a story. But, yeah. So you're not going to tell the story? I'm not. All right. But my relationship with cats, um, I do love them. Like, I would love a cat, but also want a dog. Like, I want a big dog so they know how to mess with each other. Because, mm -hmm. like, usually the bigger dogs are a little smarter, in my opinion. Yeah. I love cats, but... I don't know. They kind of make me sad. I wonder what's the smartest small dog. It's a good question. It's worth Googling. Definitely not a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> you, came, you sent me the thought. I swear to God. <laughs> so, speaking of sending thoughts, one of the things we bonded over, dude, you already know what I'm going to say. Mishlove? You're thinking aloud, yeah. Mm. Jeffrey Mishlove. That's crazy. How can and you have... You know what's, no, you know what's weird? Let me get my thought out. Remember, remember what you're going to say. 
Yeah. Okay. What's crazy is uh, I get mad at myself for not watching that shit anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm almost mad that my interests changed. That's yeah. weird, right? Yeah, my interests definitely have changed also. And that's, I think that part of it is like, okay, we get it. We're, like, spiritual, and this is all cool. Like, But I just want to live my life right now, you know? Man. Yeah. Do you, you feel really the same ha- way? You really have to be in a mood to need some, like, reminding. Oh, yeah. Like, at this point, I'll go to some, like, shaman on the internet and look at his videos or something. If yeah. I really need that, you feel me? Like, yeah. If I really need that. But... That's interesting. Like all of our forms and copes of for therapy that oh, we yeah. might not consider. It's like, um, I mean, what at at the end of the day, you gotta you know ask yourself what what little least basic thing about life do you want to let blow your mind? Because it should, you know. Yeah, it's a good point. But um, how would you sum it up? Like, what would you call the show that we watched all the time? Like, how would you? How would you? I mean, they would. Basically, it was kind of an interview, kind of like this. Like, it, yeah, kind of like this. Uh, it was a real, usually real casual, but with people you wouldn't suspect to be absolute professionals. You know what I mean? And yeah. what they're professional about were things that were of the mind that can't really be explained through, Damn. you know, natural I'm physics. Just like, imagine booking those shows. How do I find a new person? Like, of course, you have returning ones, obviously, but. Yeah, like those were people yeah. that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Yeah, because um, I mean, Terrence Super McKenna, interesting. Terrence McKenna was one of his main ones God. in the in the yeah. original Thinking Aloud. If you know Terrence McKenna, you need to watch the new Thinking Aloud podcast yeah. channel. Yeah, it's not even a pod. It is podcast format, kind of like this. It, podcast but format. It's just yeah. formal interviews, like no gimmicks, no background, anything, just like a conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you want to study, you can study any of these people, and you'll. Be hard pressed not to find a bunch of shit on. I remember them. thinking like parapsychology is the coolest shit. Can you imagine studying that? The only person with a degree, a PhD in parapsychology. Like what? <laughs> the only person in this field. But you know why, right? Google parapsychology. If you don't know parapsychology, please. You know why he's the only one who has it, right? Uh, is he the one that made it or invented no. it? No. They stopped offering the course. Wait, what? Yeah, because it's so, like so everybody passed away. No, like it's not. They deemed it not useful of a degree type. So did he teach it? No, I, I, I think he's definitely has taught it because he has a PhD. But he was taught it, like he he took the course in parapsychology. Wait, back in the seventies so or eighties, it was like a test run for something, and he's the only one that passed it. A test run? I don't know. Like, um, how, how do you become the only one? He's definitely the. Okay, well, I think he's the only He is. Person. I think you're right, but I'm just like, how? He really fucking loves it, and I don't know. Out of all the people... He, you asked me if I knew it. I don't think all, you do. Out of all the people he interviews, you actually don't hear too much from Mishlov himself, but uh, I did find that book, The Roots of Consciousness, um, at half price. Who, who ended up with that book? Not you? It's, it's right over here, bro. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I have it. Fuck yeah, I have it. That's like my favorite book. Dope. Yeah. Dude, there's, if you read that, like, so in, in the uh, YouTube podcast, you, you will not learn too much about Mishlove, right? Yeah. Um, however, if you go to Thinking Aloud before uh-huh. New Thinking Aloud came out, you can see Mishlove with hair. <laughs> 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 Which is crazy because, yeah, like you said, he's been doing this shit forever. Yeah. So long that he went on as an, man, what a sick job, bro. What a sick job. Yeah. 
and, and stuff on just YouTube. the way his little bald head looks is hilarious. <laughs> like YouTube is another crazy um, subject right now because uh, how long is it gonna last? You know what I mean? It's gonna last up until they decide to do something with the internet. You know? How good is that book, Joe? You want to tell him about the book? I heard you about hey, YouTube. He asked you. Um, bro, it's uh, it's really fucking huge. It's a really fucking thick book, but uh, man, it's just shit like you have to sit down and dedicate your yeah. brain to read this shit because it's so hard to comprehend he has sections on so many different things too um it, it's oh. ridiculous i'm like where did you get this like honestly that's like the coolest shit someone's done for me yeah i'm not even lying and that's like i don't even consider it mine like i would gladly give it back to you whenever you want it like for real yeah. it's just the coolest shit because i'm like but what? I didn't even know, I think. I didn't even it's, know he had a book. You know what? I got that book, and there's only what a, uh, something I was studying at the time was a lot of, like, why why are prisons so, like, hellish? You know what I mean? A, a lot of it goes back to Christianity, and oh, um, no. it's in the book. It's on. It's something about the papal, papal, papal judis, judicial system. Uh, Shit. Well, so, with, you know, popes and, you yeah. Know, so um, we're just following some super old tradition. Like some usual. old tradition, really, I think, where they're persecuting, you know, a lot of Jewish people. It's called the Damn. root, the roots of consciousness by Jeffrey Mishlove. Yeah. What's up, Brandon? Glad you can join us. But uh, yeah, you're on the screen over here. Just so you know, if we look over here, we see you. Um. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. A book that we uh, bonded over as well. So the show, we got the book, we got Ken, we got music. I mean, we're, we're working on music now. Yeah. Which, I really like that song. Um, we got we got souls and shine. And I have stems for your shine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a crazy one. Yeah, that's a song I've been holding since 2016. Now that I think about it, and I just got stems floating around. You know what other song I like is um fly away. Damn, that was a good one too. I remember being mad because I wanted that one by myself. Yeah. Nah. You think... uh, It was good. Oh, I think here's what it was. I had the beat first, or at least in my head it was mine. Yeah. And then he got somebody else on it, I think is what happened. But then the only way that I would basically shut up and not feel bad, I think, was to be on that third, which I had to kill because I was like, I want it so bad. Yeah. But maybe I'm just mad because he like, I feel like he took me out on that record. Oh. The singing. They hit that the guy's doing. I'm just like, I think he did better than me. But dude, maybe, no, maybe, that's, maybe that's a good song. It's just a good song, dude. I'm just trying to think, like, if you remember Monster with Kanye and Rick Ross and Jay-Z and Nicki, it's like, Nicki kills it. But you probably still know the other verses. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. But that's what kind of makes it a good song, you know what I mean? There's a little bit of competition in there, you know what I mean? And all the lyrics are fucking good and producing's good. I'm always just mad at mixing. My only regrets ever are mixing regrets. Always, 100%. And that's why oh. I'll, I'll always pay engineers. Yeah, going back and listening to stuff. Dude, ugh. I know that feeling. It's just like never, never being like complete and knowing when something's done. Yeah, it's the most difficult shit. Somebody else there to speed it up. And you know what? Like, you don't need much more. Leave it alone. I think in order for me to be a good producer, I really need to stop like getting mentally stopped out on on the records I'm working on. You know what I mean? 
I have a kind of solution for that. What is that? So remember when I was like super motivated sending you beats and shit? Yeah. All I needed to do was not do it for a little bit. Just just put it down for a little bit? Just a little bit. That's a good thing because this week I haven't really done too much. I think because you have to urge to come back to it. Yeah. And I don't feel like that about writing anymore. But I used yeah. to. I used to definitely wake up and just write. You know what? I, I 100% feel that and I think you're you're right. It's a weird thing. It's just because you got to live your life. You know what I mean? You can't just be in the cave all day. Yeah, because how are you going to generate the feeling in the same spot all the time? Right. That's what's crazy. I always said perspectives are the most inspiring thing. Mm -hmm. Because if I get to move around, dang, you don't want want me out this box is how I feel. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know what I wanted to say earlier is that um, maybe that's that's the hard part, by the way. Yeah, no, it is. um, So... I can get mad about something that happened, you know, like on the road, like a couple of weeks ago, and then I'll feel it in my head and I'll feel it in my, in my chest. And I'm like, I'm mad, but like, it's so easy, but why is it harder to get motivated? You know what I mean? To, or to, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's like, it's like motivation costs money. That's crazy. It costs something for sure. Yeah. Cause that's another form of energy. Yeah. And it sucks cause some people's motivation might cost more energy yeah that's fucked yeah and then um like i don't know i was just gonna give like a super pity thing how are you gonna get i mean how do you do the energy work to like always be you know like i'm working you know here's what's crazy is i think that's why like sports is so important Mm because like fucking with like basketball and doing i think you need to be reminded of some competitive shit you need to like work oh for sure so you have to do something. Like I think a a good point is um, knowing that like you're, you're gonna die one day. You know. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's a really good question, honestly. But I feel like competition and like being reminded, because bro, I'm not the best. Do you feel yeah, me? Yeah. And it's just like you should have to work or try to work toward getting better or like being yeah. the best. Yeah. And like, something. yeah, like I said earlier, I, you definitely feel this way. I feel this way is that I like my, the music I make, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know it's not perfect. And no, I know it's not as lot, good as got a lot better. Trust me. Hey, thank you, bro. Here's what's crazy is if you make music, I have so much respect for you. If you can make drums because it sounds like the easiest shit, but it's not dude. If you're like, all in the computer, it's weird, you know, dude, what? Like, I can make a whole entire song and be like, now where's the drums? That's crazy. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that I don't have songs without, like, or with, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, like. Because the drums is real, that's real, like, all your everything. producing technique goes into like, those drums, right? The, uh, you know what it is? You know what the problem is? What? I can't create what I hear in my head yet. Yeah. Once I figure that out, it's game over. Yeah. All right. More than Rich Podcast. We are out. Thank you.